The reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. Welcome to week six, man. It's been a, it's been a, a, it's been just full force going on here. Crazy week. It's the walkthrough. Definitely. So welcome to the week six walkthrough. My host, I'm your co-host, my co-host Kenny Davis and Steve Howard. Let's get into <coughs> it. Me. So, man, top ten was crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. Yeah, like we talked about it on Saturday. Um, you know, it's, it's tree-shaking time, as they yes, say. Yes, uh, Definitely. You know, and HBCUs and people are trying to uh, uh, make the band or make the drum line. You know, it's tree-shaking time. And so this week, we got some old top-notch matchups. Yes, indeed. And we had some people that fell out of the top ten, not very far, but they fell out of the top ten. And we had some that, came, that, that, earned, them, that earned themselves right back in. So right, let's right. get into it. So starting at the <clears throat> bottom and working our way up, uh, Montwood at number nine plays against number four Franklin on Friday. Boy, I like Montwood for the upset in this one, maybe by a touchdown. And, you know, Franklin's man, the health and Franklin health. is tough. Yeah. And, and that's what it is for me. It's it's the health. Um, I, I don't know how much longer they can skip by, man. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm going to take Montwood on that one as well. Then you got number eight, Eastlake versus Socorro. That's a Thursday night game. And y'all know the answer to that one, East Lake. Yeah, East Lake definitely, I think, gets a bounce back, goes 3 1 in the district. Now, the next game, <clears throat> Riverside, number seven, Riverside versus Bushland. Bushland is one of the top uh, small school programs in the state of Texas. They stay four rounds deep. I'm going with Bushland. Man, you know what? I know a little homework on that one, y'all. I, I did some on Bushland stays four rounds. They deep. do stay full. Is that a is that a home game for Riverside? Um, no, I or think it's a, it's a road game. They're on the road. I'm going Bushland. They're on the road. I'm going Bushland. I, I agree with you there. Um, then we got, and I skipped over them, but at number eight, hold on, yeah, and then next up we got Bel Air versus Hanks. We'll say that one for last. <laughs> <laughs> that's the game of the week, man. That's one of them. That yeah, is one of yeah. them. And then you got Del Valle versus Horizon. I'm, I'm going Del Valle. Yeah, Del Valle. Yeah. We're going to make this quick for y'all. We're going to Del Valle. <laughs> then you got what many will perceive as the game of the week. Pebble Hills versus Americas. I'm going to go Pebble Hills. I think the, the slipper comes off of Cinderella. And, and, you know, and this is, this is a must win for both these teams. Yeah. I just think Pebble Hills got way too many. If I had to put Quarles, a big running back, against the young sophomore, I'm going to take the big running back. Quarterback for quarterback, uh, both are really good quarterbacks, but the edge goes to Gael. Then if I was to look at that, uh, the receivers and defense, um, the edge goes to Pebble Hills. Definitely, definitely. I, I would agree with you totally on that one as well. 
And then we got the Bill Air game, man. Bill Air and Hanks. Bill Air versus Hanks. Four and one Hanks versus five and oh Bill Air. I'm I'm going with Bill Air. Yeah, we're going with Bel Air. They, they can call us homers, whatever they want to. I'm, yeah, I'm going with Bel Air. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that Hanks has enough. Right. They've got a great player in Blanco and the quarterback. Um, Definitely. Uh, Marcus Porters, who does his thing. And Oliver's a really, really si- solid, nice running back. But I asked somebody the other day, you can double cover any of those four receivers at Bel Air, and then what you going to do? Because there's three more that can take it to the house fast, uh, all of that, and can eat you up for 200 yards in a game. And so when you have a team like that, that I mean, uh, I expect Hanks to actually come out and try to run the ball and slow it down because they know that. And so uh, they'll try and put a big guy on the slot uh, on Chris Davis. Uh, I mean, everybody's tried that. I mean, um, it is what it is. Uh, he's every bit as strong and faster than that guy that's going to be in the slot over him. And so... And they'll put a guy over the top to uh, cover two. If they don't, well, you know what's coming. So um, uh, at the end of the day, Bel Air has got too much firepower on offense, but I want to talk about the defense. Well, you know, and I'm glad you said it because there's a matchup in this game that I would love to see. Yeah. And that's the young Chris Davis and Blanco. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen much, but that is that. I think that is definitely one of the matchups that I would love to see. Yeah, no, I know, and everybody would love to see uh, see that one. I just think that teams are going to be who they are. Um, I see Bel Air bracketing uh, bracketing uh, Young Blanco. Uh, you're going to have one of those corners that's uh, going to run with him, or um, Bel Air has undersized outside linebackers. They're not big guys, but they can run, and so I can see those guys running underneath with uh, Blanco and then passing him off to uh, to a safety or something like that where Chris is at. And so uh, it's going to be hard to take the top off of coverage just because uh, if I was the one calling the defense, I would force him to throw the ball underneath. Uh-huh. And when you throw it underneath, them crossing routes, you got people like Balderrama, big linebacker, who's going to take your head off. Now, uh, Hanks has got some nice guys on defense too. Uh, Justin, who is a a really solid defensive player. He's going to uh, try to wreak havoc with Bel Air's receivers coming underneath. And so, but the problem is it's speed vertical down the field. And so, uh, I just think that on the defensive side, Bel Air's got enough DBs between Mark McKeeby, Oscar uh, Martinez, um, Chris Davis uh, in terms of DBs to be able to run uh, with, um, uh, with Hanks. Uh, it's just going to be tough. Yeah, definitely it's going to be tough. Um, I'm, I'm sitting up here. Keep keep going out. I'm trying to look I, at something. You know, uh, and w- uh, while we uh, we'll go ahead and go there, I know that uh, I've seen film on both teams, uh, and I know what both teams have and what they do not have. And yeah. so, um, you know, any defensive coordinator worth their salt, um, they're going to look at Bel Air and they're going to find the weakness that Bel Air has. Uh, same thing with Bel Air. They're going to look at Hanks's offense and say ah, I know where the weakness is at and try and attack it now the team that's more successful at attacking the weakness of the offense that's going to be the difference yeah uh, shootout I don't know about that <clears throat> last year in the game everybody predicted a shootout but at one point it was Bel Air 41 to 17 over uh, over Hanks and 
it, you just saw the speed. It was really tough. And they lost one of their corners in that game. And so, and Belair still was able to handle, you know, handle things with pretty much the same personnel. Hanks graduated a few kids. Belair graduated a few kids, not very many. And so Hanks is really looking at the same defense. They're going to have to deal with the same defense, except every one of those safeties are and corners are faster this year. Yeah. And so uh, McKeeby, he got hurt last year uh, about the second quarter, so they missed him most of that game. Um, but Belay was just fine, you know. So um, it's going to be interesting to watch how they – I still say Hanks is going to try and slow that game down and run the ball. Because uh, they don't want to get in a shoot match with a team that's got more bullets. Definitely, definitely. Forgive the pun. <laughs> Forgive the pun. But definitely, so it's going to be a. It's going to definitely be an interesting game. I like Bel Air fifty-six to fourteen. Oh wow! I, I like Bel Air, but I don't know if it's that's a that, that's a a, 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 good, a big one right there. We're going to see how Nostradamus does over here today. Uh, yeah. And then the last game is. <clears throat> Number one, Eastwood versus Coronado. I'm taking Eastwood. Yeah, it's Eastwood. That, yeah. Uh, it'll be. Um, I don't think it's going to be close. They're not. Yeah, um, Coronado's still getting healthier, still growing and developing as a team. Eastwood will have a little sour taste in their mouth because they certainly could have played better against Socorro last week, and they're going to come out to prove it this week. Definitely. So, folks, that's the matchups for the top ten. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and look at the midseason report. We'll be back right after this. Welcome to another season. Now, I don't, no, we're not talking about the NFL season. We're talking about another season of taking it to the house. The American arrogance cannot find its way back in basketball. He asked the nation. He asked anybody who will put a microphone in and anybody who will listen, do you believe all right, folks, we're back now. We're going to jump right into this. Um, we wanted to go over our top candidates after five weeks of play for player of the year. And then we also have on the website, you can go to the website and look. we got top quarterback, top running back, top wide receiver, linebacker, cornerback, uh, and defensive end. So those are all on the website. But we want to go over our top candidates right now for player of the year. And so we start at, I mean, Matthew Slosser, the, the junior quarterback from Mountain View. Dominant player, dominating 4A, and um, uh, I don't see anything slowing him down until you get to uh, some of those tougher games in their yeah. district. But he's going to have uh, – he'll continue to have a, a fantastic he's season. He's what, like, I think in the top <clears throat> 15 in the state in passing yeah. yards yeah. over all divisions. Now, these are in no particular order, so don't don't take it that way. Yeah. Next up, quarterback Marcus Port was it? Marcus Porters. Porters yep. from uh, Hanks High School. Dominant player. He's uh, wash, rinse, repeat. His numbers look very similar to what they did last year. And so he's demonstrating that level of excellence and consistency. Definitely leads all <clears throat> passes in the city, 75% uh, completion percentage. So definitely a very accurate quarterback, very yep. accurate quarterback. Next up, another quarterback, No Marino, the senior from Bel Air High School. Wash, rinse, repeat. Same comments yeah. about Marcus Porter. These kids are on the same trajectory. Um, they're going to finish, both should finish with over 3,000 yards passing. And, uh, and they're both doing it with more than just their, 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 their arm, too. They're, they're, they're involved in the offense as far as running as well. Yeah, and very legs. accurate passes for both of them. Yeah. Then we got 
the receiver from Hanks, uh, Jude Blanco. Lightening up, young Jude, um, 814 total yards. Uh, 10 touchdowns. 10 touchdowns is, uh, again, he is the man over at Hanks. When you're the man, be the man, get it to your man. They're doing that just like his older brother they did. Uh, will he get to the 88 receptions that his brother got? I don't see that one happening, but uh, he should go well over uh, 1,200 or 1,300 yards, which would put him in the top uh, five in the state at the end of the year. Definitely. Let me go to the defensive side. Um, Juan Gomez, the senior linebacker from Parkland. Man, he's tackling everybody, y'all. And so, uh, and he was projected to be a defensive player of the year in 1-5-A, and so he's living up to the hype. Definitely is, definitely is. And then we go back on the offensive side. I mean, you know, your quarterbacks get all the glory, man. Um, Gael Ochoa, the senior quarterback from Pebble Hills, Mr. Everything. 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 Yeah. Passing, running. Running. Yeah. You Mr. know, everything. breaking the huddle, high five, everything for that program. And so it's going to be a dog fight that, uh, coming down at the end. Definitely. And then you get go to Eastwood. Um, Evan, Evan Maharis? Minhatis. Minhatis, yes. I'm sorry about that, Evan. Uh, yeah. Evan Minhatis, the senior quarterback from Eastwood. Just dynamic, can do it with his, with his arm primarily, yeah. then with his legs. Uh, he will hit you too. If you line him up at outside linebacker, he would hit you in the face. I mean, he's tough as nails. And so uh, I expect this to come down. Uh, to the last couple games at the end of the season. Definitely. Then we got one of your favorites, Zarian Quarles, the, the junior running back from Pebble Hills. Uh, dude, he's got D1 body written all over him, size, speed. Um, if they decide to give it to him 30 times a game, man, he's a meal ticket. He could do it. Definitely. Leading the, one of the top running backs in the city right now. I think he's tied for first with yards. Um, so, yeah, definitely. And then we got uh, Anthony Miranda, the senior wide receiver from Americas. Now, everybody's going to say, why is he on here? He's kind of like these last two are some – they're like Swiss Army knives, do-it-all kind of dudes, man. Um, right. Anthony uh, Anthony is uh, – he can play – on. The, he plays well on the offensive side of the ball and well on the defensive side of the ball, uh, dominant uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to, to see what uh, Coach Robles does with him toward the end of the season because as it gets tighter and games get more important – you tend to lean a lot more on, on your known quantities. Yeah, definitely. And then our, our final <laughs> candidate is um, the senior wide receiver for Bel Air, Chris Davis. The kid is doing everything. He's doing it on offense, defense, special teams, tackles, interceptions. He, he's giving that program everything he can. Everything he can. And, um, and what's crazy, and most of you don't know this, Chris only plays, at least on the offense, he's really only a half. Defense, he stays out there uh, for, you know, uh, for certain reasons. But um, if, uh, if he was certainly playing full games, his numbers would be right where they were last year, over 800 yards receiving, bunch of, uh, a few more touchdowns for sure. Uh, but they kind of uh, held the reins on him. And so it, it's going to be interesting to see um, what happens on Friday if they let him loose. If they take the uh, kind of take the shackles off of him uh, and let him go, and so we'll see what they do uh, with him. Uh, so far this year, he's been uh, doing his part everywhere, and so um, uh, we'll be interested to see all of these players on this list how they develop. Somebody's going to come on this list uh, that has an outstanding second half, 
compared with a solid first half, and they could take the title. Definitely, and, and that was one of the things that I wanted to, to, say, to add to that is, is, like, this is just our midseason front runners right here, but guys, this thing is still wide open. It's yep, still wide, wide open. open. And we say this every week, production does matter. And mm -hmm. so go out there and produce, man. I you mean, got the Mark Moores of the world. Obviously, we know Shelton Fuller. Jake Fetty, the sophomore, um, he's going to have some solid numbers. Um, uh, but uh, it's never been their thing to just let them light it up. So uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe Rudy changes this year in, in district and just, you know, starts scoring 70 points every game. And they could do that with the dynamic running back and yeah. quarterback. Uh, but a lot of teams are going to line up to stop the run and force a young sophomore to have to think back there and throw a lot of different exotic coverages and blitzes at him. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, hey, keep working hard, keep grinding. Um, again, this is just week six. We still got four, five more weeks, six more weeks six, to go. Yep. Six we, more weeks to go. We halfway. Yeah, we halfway. I'm counting the buys and I all keep of forgetting that. about the yeah, buys. buys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One five A still got its buy to go. You know, yeah. a lot of those teams are going to go and buy. They do it late. So, uh, guys, just keep uh, keep looking at the website. Keep watching the videos. Y'all know over here we, we we take our take our heart out of it and put our head to it. And so, uh, we certainly look forward to an amazing uh, game of the week, uh, Pebble Hills and Americas, and then of course uh, uh, game of the week, uh, Bel Air and Hanks. Definitely. Definitely look forward to it. But uh, thank you guys. And uh, catch us on Saturday mm -hmm. as we wrap up the week and uh, see how we did. But uh, you guys have a blessed one, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, I just love that song.